And I'm Skyler Cooper, joined by Russell Mills in the studio. And uh, Russell, this the idea for you coming and talking about this today was born in our news meeting at two o'clock when this happens a lot. You know, we try to stay informed as news people. We know a little bit about a lot of things. And sometimes you just, I'll conflate court cases, you know, think, oh, this is the guy who did that. No, it's the guy who did that. And, you know, things get mixed up. We just have a lot of information in our brains. And the Richard Glossop case is one of those that we've reported on it so many times. I just can't recall every little thing about it. Right. right. I mean, it happened when? Uh, 1997. Right. So there's, and there's an update, it seems, every six months or so. And now we have a really big one. So, but I thought just if anyone else is kind of mixed up like I was earlier today, let's back up. Okay. Who is Richard Glossop and what happened? All right. So broad strokes, 30,000 foot view. <clears throat> in 1997, there's, there's this motel in Oklahoma City and there's three people. There's the owner of the motel, Barry Ventries. There is the manager, Richard Glossop, and there is a maintenance man by the name of Justin Sneed. Barry Van Trees gets beat to death with a baseball bat, and some money is found. Uh, Mr. Sneed is arrested and confesses. Yep, I did it. I beat him to death. But the police are leaning on him saying, hmm, yeah, but what about this motel manager? We think he's shaky. He's shifty. Was he involved? Well, Sneed, looking at a death penalty, tells him, yeah, Richard Glossop put me up to this. This is what, what Glossop's attorneys say. And so the police arrest Glossop. He is tried for murder. He is convicted. He is sentenced to death. He appeals. The first conviction is thrown out based on incompetent counsel. Um, he's tried again in 2004. He's convicted. He's sentenced to death. He goes to death row. He's there for several years as is normal in Oklahoma. I think the average is, I don't know, 25 or 30 years before in between sentencing and execution in our state. At one point, um, you know, he gets, uh, he's scheduled for execution and then he's scheduled for execution again. And again, this man has been scheduled for execution nine times. He has literally been served his last meal three times. And every time there's been a last second reprieve or a change or a, or a challenge in court or something has happened where he so far clearly remains very much alive. Actually, he got married last year and for the second time, he got married in 2018. He got married again last year. So this latest case essentially revolves around information that turned up in 2023. In January of last year, I was thinking it had to be early last year, right? Attorney General, Gent yes, Attorney he, General Gettner Drummond took he had office. Just taken office yeah. in January. He's this morning on the ninth, I think. I could have that wrong. Somebody will Google that and send me that email. <laughs> um, in any case, he's sworn in, and, and one of the first things he did was take a look at that case, and he finds this box of evidence, infamous box number eight. A box of evidence that included information about Justin Sneed, remember our maintenance guy who admitted being the killer, who testified in court during the 2004 trial that he was not under the care of a psychiatrist or a psychologist and that he was not taking any sort of medications. That was an out-and-out -out lie. Apparently, he was on lithium at the time, which I don't know what you know about lithium, but that one, that's a pretty heavy drug. This was in that box of evidence. This it was in the box of evidence this. that was not only not stuck in the AG's office for decades, but also never given to the defense. In either trial. In either trial. Yeah. And because that information comes from the prosecutor's own notes on the case, it seems pretty clear that they knew about it. And essentially, uh, and the, the attorney didn't want to go to this degree, but I said, so she, the prosecutor, suborned perjury. 
by not saying, you know, that this guy, well, yeah, I don't want to say that. I wasn't there, is his response. And, that, and that's fair. He wants to be very careful. But I'll say it sounds like they lied and, and they let uh, Mr. Sneed lie. Now, Attorney General Drummond, and this is, this is important for folks to understand, he is not saying, hey, I think Richard Glossop's innocent. Right. He still thinks Glossop was involved. He thinks there's enough evidence there possibly for a conviction. But, and this is a big but, he believes that you should never sentence anyone to prison, much less to death, unless they've had a fair trial. And he doesn't think that first trial or the second trial were fair. He, in April of last year, he goes to the um, Criminal Court of Appeals and makes that argument in front of the Criminal Court of Appeals. They're like, yeah, that's nice, Mr. Drummond, but we're going to execute him anyway. Execution date gets set for May. Um, early in May, um, the United States Supreme Court says, eh, hold on a second. We might want to look at this one. Kind of put a pin in it and block the execution. Well, by September, Glossop's attorneys, Don Knight, had filed a, a petition to the Supreme Court saying, can we come argue this case? And they waited, and they waited, and they waited. And today, they found out that the Supreme Court said, yep, they have done what's called granting cert. Now I remember this. This was the last update we had had when they said they were going to do that, and we actually heard from Drummond at the time, said, I'm going to support this. Yes. So essentially, right now, as it stands, you will have Don Knight standing there, or one of his attorneys standing there saying, we think he should get a new trial. And then the other party in the case is the Attorney General of the state of Oklahoma, who will say... I think he should get a new trial. So probably a pretty good chance that somebody's going to file amicus briefs, in other words, friends of the court type briefs that are not necessarily first person parties to the case, but the victim's family, the D district attorney's office in Oklahoma County, uh, the state association of district attorneys, any of these people can file amicus briefs on the case and argue that, no, he shouldn't get a new trial and that the execution should proceed. And hasn't it come out in the last, whatever, 25, 26 years that the confessed killer, Mr. Sneed, actually sort of recanted his, his statement about Glossop? There's actually a letter from him, a handwritten letter from Mr. Sneed to one of his attorneys. And this one, I think, happened in 2007. Where he's asking, gee, if I recant my testimony, um, does that mean I could still be in trouble? Could I still get the death penalty? And, you know, I'm paraphrasing here. The attorney basically said, shut up. You don't, you, you don't want to go there. Just let it lie. Let sleeping dogs lie. He didn't get the death penalty, right? Because no, of he got, he, because he confessed, he got life in prison without parole. He's yeah. still there. Boy, there's a lot to this case. There is. And it's probably uh, not going to be over anytime soon. Well, um, for sure, it's going to last until fall when the Supreme Court actually hears those arguments. Yeah, sometimes that's a long distance, isn't it? <laughs> All right, Russell, thanks for catching us up on you it. You betcha, brother.